This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Centre, the show where we discuss the tools and techniques you need to be at the forefront of the ever-evolving world of business. This is Audrey Raj. On the show today, I'm going to be speaking with APR Asia-Pacific Managing Director, Jonathan Parker. Now, as a global leader in content creation optimization consultancy, APR has been guiding marketers, including more than 400 global brands, to figure out how to best optimize and produce their marketing messaging and brand experiences. And this pandemic, it's made some pretty big changes in the industry with marketers and brands having to repeatedly rethink campaigns, retool media plans and manage cash flow to stay afloat. So Jonathan's with me right now to talk to us about how brands can elevate their creative production approaches, how they can capitalize on the growing demand for digital content and how they can thrive amid the continuous rise in digital consumption and e-commerce. Jonathan, welcome to Resource Center. Hi Audrey, thanks for having me on the show. So um, this pandemic, you know, like I like I mentioned earlier, it's made and continues to make a huge impact on every facet of our lives. You know, how has COVID nineteen impacted the way content is produced? Just to get things started. Well, um, COVID came out of nowhere uh, and straight away meant no travel, which meant you can't go to set up crews to do shoots or bring certain talent in. Uh, it really kind of challenge business models that had to be overcome, like remote shooting, accelerating digital transformation, uh, a rise in virtual environments, and essentially doing more with less. Um, you know, the whole pandemic impacted all sectors of the world, including marketing and advertising. You know, and while the majority of advertising production resources, clients, um, about 70% saw little to no COVID impact on their production budgets, they experienced numerous changes to the way that they produced uh, including shoot attendance appro- uh, approaches and timelines. You know, marketers and brands had to repeatedly rethink their campaigns, retool their media plans, and manage steady stream of income to stay afloat amid the pandemic. So, while some of those changes to the way marketers and brands conduct business were simply necessary for survival, others were ongoing trends that had to be accelerated. So, as I said, you know, travel was one thing. You know, there was uh, an obvious impact on live shooting. Ad agencies were stressed because they couldn't deliver for their clients. They had to try and plug and play and flex for innovation and find workarounds. For APR's clients, you know, we had to come up with smarter ways of doing things. Of the 95% of shoots that took place during the pandemic, I would say only 6% of our clients were, were cancelled, but the rest managed to get done. You know, so obviously, how did we do that? You know, so we were seeing a lot more uh, remote shooting, people setting up studios in their own homes, people checking in on Zoom calls, advertising agencies, everyone getting together, being coordinated and everything living online. So I would say about 77% of what we've done through COVID so far has been leveraging remote shoot attendance. And that's improved participation and alignment. It's lowered travel costs. And suddenly budgets which had to allocate for travel and crew expenses have dropped significantly, which means increased deliverables for the marketers. Um, you know, additionally, we are witnessing so many people across multiple industries working from home now and how many of those industries are explore, exploring closing down their bricks and mortar offices because they feel they can do so much more than before. 
So with the effects of COVID-19 still lingering, marketers have been forced to alter their plans, cancel or postpone live action production and events, um, significantly impacting brands across the globe. As consumers flock to the internet to access basic services, interact with family and friends, and stay informed during the pandemic, technology has introduced new ways of um, brand customer engagement, creating an unprecedented demand for content in various forms. As such, the quality, cost, and speed at which content is created are all being challenged. Right. Now, just to backtrack a little, and so we're all on the same page, maybe you can give us an overview of the content production ecosystem. Well, when you look at the content production ecosystem, you know, you've got to say, well, what needs to be made and how does it need to be made? And and, and when do we need to have it made by? I think that's been the biggest challenge for, for people to try and overcome. So the pandemic across 2020 permanently changed the way we make purchases. Um you know, where we work, how we live. So now in 2021, marketers must challenge everything post-pandemic to become more resourceful, more agile, and more efficient to deliver consumer messaging. Advertisers will need to challenge the status quo and their traditional approaches to production. So the key takeaway is, you know, challenge everything. You know, our CEO and founder, Gillian Gibbs, believes that the content creation industry landscape has changed definitively. And with that comes opportunity to try new content creation models. You know, what are the things that serve you best? You know, challenge the status quo, challenge traditional ways of working. Don't settle, test and learn, pilot new programs. You know, if we were to look five years into the future, um, you know, I think if I were to look five years out, I predict that we have, a, we as an industry will get better at producing the high-end storytelling work differently from the low complexity work. So there'll be that division in the way we kind of produce things. We will see more automation where it's desperately needed there will be more centralization of services, assets, and rights management, which require careful and thoughtful planning. And I think when it comes to production, there will be more data and information available to be used in a way to help us all get better ROI and make better decisions. Right. So that's a look forward. Uh, but looking at what we're experiencing right now, what would you say have been the main changes in the creative production landscape because of COVID-19 or prompted by COVID-19? Yeah, I mean... The one thing about something like a pandemic hitting is you are forced into changing. Uh, everything around you is not like it used to be. Uh, and so you have to find kind of smart ways. And essentially, you are flying the plane that you are building at the same time. Um, so and I think straight off the bat, it was just everyone being isolated, everyone being stuck where they were. So in order to do a shoot, you had to comply not only with um, the, the, the safety measures of the market in which you were in, you know, you had to comply with the legal restrictions um, and you had to set up differently. How do I shoot this when I'm so used to having, you know, a crew of 20 around me? Um, I'm expecting the executive creative director and two creative directors, three clients, an art director and a copper all to join me on this. And so, you know, we had to step in quickly and say, how do we connect these people? How do we get them involved so everyone can still play a part? Um, and it sounds easy. I think everyone is so used to being on the Zoom calls now that, um, you know, it, it seems like, well, not a problem. Why can't we do this? Why weren't we doing this before? But then everyone's getting Zoom fatigue. It's hard to watch through a camera, through a screen and just and just live the moment and give your best to what you're doing. So, you know, we not only have to structure differently, 
um, you have to structure the timings differently. You have to give people the opportunity to take a break, to get up and stretch their legs. You know, you've got to give people the opportunity to have a backup. Sometimes, you know, you get that fatigue, you get that burnout where you say, well, who's the next person who can step in and give commentary on this? So having a, you know, a strong partner like APR who can help not only set that up, but coordinate it and make sure that people aren't losing their minds while, <laughs> while they're staring through the computer, um, you know, is, is going to be you know, the best solution. So, I mean, when you say what's impacted now, it's still impacting now. We're still finding new ways of doing things. We're still looking at, at, at opportunity. And I think with the opportunity drives greater experience and greater opportunity to do more. I think this whole landscape's changing, you know, and, and, you know, it's great to be on the crest of that wave, um, to kind of be part of all that innovation, because there's things that you want to have tried and wanted to test it or, or wondered why wasn't that done before. Uh, and the, the, the silver lining on this cloud is the pandemic's forced it. And uh, it, it's great to be part of that and see new ways of doing things. So I think it's going to be forever changing. Uh, and I think technology will play a stronger and stronger role throughout that. So, Jonathan, um, like you mentioned earlier, APR has been working with brands um, to kind of make those adjustments, right? What kind of uh, adjustments should brands be making to their creative production processes uh, to offer new forms of, of uh, content and to keep up with demand at this time? Well, sure. I mean, it all depends on the audience and who they want to speak to. And, and if you have got the majority of your audience sat at home on their iPads, on their iPhones, uh, on their computers, that's where you're going to reach them. Uh, and it isn't as simple as, uh, as a simple television commercial like it used to be. Uh, and, and people's attention pan, uh, spans are, are changing as well, you know, and um, a little bit of goldfish syndrome that, you know, you've got yes. a six, six second attention span. So, you, if you're going to flash something up on someone's computer or iPad, you've got to grab their attention in that in that four to six seconds. And and we're seeing content being developed now uh, at that length because if you haven't got them there, people aren't going to stay on for a thirty second commercial anymore. Um, and you know you know for yourself when you're looking, you want to look at the stuff you want to look at. So you have to make your content resonate around what that consumer is currently doing and looking at. So that's where automation and versioning becomes critical to take a single message but portray it in several different ways to keep people engaged. Uh, all right, it's time for us to take a quick break for some messages. But when we come back, we'll get into uh, more details on how APR has been helping brands to improve efficiencies uh, in the production ecosystem. All that and more coming up on Resource Center. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Break from monotony, BFM 89.9. You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Jonathan Parker, Managing Director of APR Asia Pacific, is online with me right now. And we are discussing content creation during this pandemic. Now, Jonathan, uh, we've been talking about the changes the pandemic has made to the marketing and advertising world, also how it's impacted content production. But I'm curious about how it's impacted APR. You know, when, when you joined the company in 2019, APR was predominantly an advertising production consulting firm, you know, one of the largest in the world. Has the company's scope changed over the course of this pandemic, you know, as you're guiding these brands and helping them adjust? 
Um, I, w- I would say yes, it's had to um, because we've we've had to be uh, help marketers and and um, and brands innovate more. But I think in terms of what we've always done, which is to be that guide and to help demystify the whole production, procurement, advertising landscape, um, that hasn't changed. Um, The landscape is constantly changing. Technology is constantly changing. We have to stay across that and we have to make sure that we are bringing that experience to bear. And most people within APR, most of our subject matter experts and and brand executive producers and management advisors, um, you know, and strategic advisors, we've all got around 20, 25 plus years of experience of being in advertising agencies um, or or, or working on the client side. So we've, we've seen it all. And uh, we, we, we bring an honesty and cynicism to what we do, shall we say, you know, because, you know, it, it's, imp- it's important that you have that knowledge. Um, so in terms of being a guide, you know, we are there not only to help clients resolve their issues, but to provide them with opportunities to explore other avenues. Right. So what have you guys been doing for the brands you work with during this pandemic? You know, how has APR been helping brands continue to improve efficiencies uh, in the ecosystem? I mean, all the I mean, all the changes that you mentioned, you know, earlier before the break. Yeah, we, um, you know, I think that off the bat, you would just say because of all the remote shooting, we were very quick to put together um guidelines on how to handle remote shooting the best and, and how to go about that and set up properly. And, and that was good because, you know, you, you have to take into account, as I said, the safety precautions, the legal implications for each individual market. You know, we had a, a COVID um, tracker uh, on our website, which enabled our clients to go in and see market by market what the restrictions were and what could be done. Um, and without that kind of data and information, you can't do anything. You know, you, you may want to make something, but, you know, you have to review what, what there is. From that, we would then work with our clients to say, well, what, your, what is your budget? What was your calendar of events? What were you planning on doing? Uh, and then how do we redeploy that? How do you get that same message out? In some cases, it was a case of just hold back. Let's not do anything just yet. In other cases, there's an opportunity now to to automate things. There's an opportunity now to get things online quicker. Let's not do that traditional shoot. Let's do more online videos. Let's try something new. Uh, And the brave marketers are the ones who have done best that have said, yes, let's use this as an opportunity to test. Let's use this as an opportunity to trial something new. And they have seen great benefits because they didn't sit long. They didn't hold and wait to see and and kind of protect that budget. They said, I have this budget. Let's use it and and let's see how we can take this forward and build a brighter future. A lot of our clients as well said, let's use this essential downtime to rejig and rethink our entire production ecosystem. So for many clients, it was a case of, you know what, we've been talking about getting a database asset management system in place, and we would help advise with that. Um, We'd help advising on usage rights and talent rights um, and how to track those. Um, Having that kind of uh, that content system behind the scenes for asset sharing, um, for tracking the usage of, of, of work that you're using so you can redeploy it several times. 
um, having clients who are interested in setting up their own internal studios, another area that we we work with, which is a you know, it's not as simple as just just hire the people and put them in place. There's so much you got. There's so many pitfalls that you have to take into account. As being someone who has set up studios all over Asia, uh, I know what the pitfalls are. So you need to kind of advise the client. Look, this certain type of work that you produce can be done internally. There's a certain work type of work which can't be. You need to go through your traditional channels for that. Um, and then there's been plenty of clients who've used this as an opportunity to reassess the vendors that they use and the agencies and the production houses. And there is a, a plethora of great independents out there, as well as the, the, the big brand names. But because of technology, because of people being able to wear more than one hat now, you are seeing lots of great production houses setting up who can do so much more and they are moving upstream and they are nimble um, and they are cost efficient uh, and, and these are the sort of partners that clients want to explore but they, they, they're, they're scared to kind of reach out. So we work with, with many brands on putting together RFPs and RFIs to get approved vendor lists together. We can help the clients ask the right questions, we can help with site visits um, and make sure that they're, they're happy with with who they're bringing on and does it match up with the type of work they're doing that's really improving creativity that's really improving the messaging that's going out there and from that we can even take it down to the level of agreeing to um, getting benchmarked uh, agreed rate cards in place which enables the marketers to manage more themselves and, and and this is a key thing for what we do is education we like to bring the the marketers and the brands along on this journey and educate them to handle more themselves it sounds counterintuitive it sounds like we're cannibalizing our own business but we're not because the landscape is constantly evolving we move forward but in in, in bringing the marketers behind us it enables them to self-manage more and that then makes efficiencies exponentially greater. Um, so, you know, for, for the majority of our clients, we have an eight plus year tenure with the majority of them. And that's there for a reason, because we have brought them along on the journey. Right. Now, Jonathan, um, earlier you gave us some insights into what the industry could potentially look like. Uh, but what I'd like to ask is if the significant changes and adjustments made during this pandemic, do you think it has permanently changed the way the industry works and will work? Well, that's a very good question. Um, as I said, it's, it's always changing. The pandemic has sped up that process, is, is the way I would phrase it. I think you are seeing a huge amount of great change. And we have seen quite a lot of really bad change where people have tried things. And, you know, you can't you can't mark someone down for trying something new. But, uh, you know, your, your failures drive your successes at the end of the day. Um, and, and it hones that talent and it hones that experience. Um, so, you know, we, we watch what's out there. We keep our, our finger on the pulse. We, we, we see what's working and what's not working. And, and you know, we're guiding our own brands uh, accordingly. All right. So, Jonathan, um, what's next could you look into your crystal ball and tell us what's next in the industry? Well, uh, the, the crystal ball is is actually happening now, which Ooh. is um, diversity, equity, and uh, inclusion, uh, obviously very important, and sustainability, you know, making sure things are green. And um, I think if we start with, with DE and I, um, many of our clients now are expecting to see uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion across 
their content. They're expecting to see a good mix of people uh, representative representative of their brands being you know being shown, and that's not just in front of the camera. They're expecting to see the makeup behind the camera as well. Mm. So many of our uh, clients and brands now are asking for their agencies and vendors and production houses to actually show who will be the crew who will be working and making sure that there is coverage behind the scenes as well as in front. So I think if you think back to someone like Benetton, with the, the colours of Benetton and the people that they would have represented, that was a, an early driver of this sort of thing. But now we have to see that behind the camera as well. And who's and we're looking to see it in, um, in the staffing of agency teams and creative teams. Now clients want to see a good mix of people uh, across uh, the people working on their, on their brands. So that's a big challenge now for... Uh, for everyone to to kind of get their heads around and then then the second one is sustainability obviously going green is is super important Um, and when you think most brands now are having to get involved with making sure that the products that they produce are being produced in a green and environmentally friendly way the same comes to when they're doing their commercials there many clients now realize that If they have a shoot for four or five days, they can't have plastic plates and knives and forks and plastic cups on set because it all adds up and it gets more and more. You can't have plastic bottles of water. You have to have now, you know, pitchers of water. Um, And so that then is kind of mitigated as well when you have uh, your COVID uh, compliance rules. Mm. You need to be careful who does what. So, um, you know, do you need to have people taking individual cars to the shoot? Can people share uh, share a van? So there is a big drive by clients across DEI and sustainability to address these these important global issues um, because there are so many keyboard warriors out there who are looking for an opportunity to jump on a brand to say, oh, by the way, I heard that X brand. Uh, is still using plastic on site. And then you create a whole bad PR moment, which uh, has to be uncovered. So many of our clients are coming to us now, and this is global. Uh, it's quite fascinating that they're saying, please help us kind of get our guidelines and, and our rules in place for how we should address this with agencies and vendors. Is this a priority in uh, Asia Pacific as well? Yes, with with, with I will be honest, and I'll say it's more with um, the global brands that we work with who are here in Asia Pacific, but we are seeing it pick up more and more. So I think, you know, any multinational corporation is looking into this and are trying to put people together. And and the best of it is that so many of them have been thinking about it and have been thinking about it for some time. They just struggle for the starting point. How do I take this forward uh, within my own organization? And that's where we kind of come in and we start to give a point of view and guidelines of how they can start. And once you start the journey becomes easier. Right. And before I let you off the hook, Jonathan, uh, do you have any advice uh, for brands out there or how brands can thrive amid this continuous rise in digital consumption? Any advice? Yes, plenty. Um, where to start? Digital, I mean, digital <laughs> like creative is such a it's such a broad word and then you can take it in so many different directions. I mean, I, I would say, you know, you've got to click refresh on production and you've got to challenge traditional production and 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 now is the time to do that because the opportunity is there and the need is there um to to work around so you know content creation during COVID-19 proved to marketers that if there is a will there is a way to produce 
Uh, and creative and production teams were willing to compress production timelines to get their messages out in meaningful ways. Content had to be produced unconventionally. Time was no longer a luxury and perfection was no longer a requisite. And that's important. Perfection, it was just getting a message out there with a lot of people, particularly for assets with shorter shelf life. So repurposing existing footage became more acceptable. Uh, and that's something which drives me uh, a little crazy. It should be more acceptable. It yeah. should always be. Why? You know, you spend all this money creating an asset. Reuse it. Repurpose it. You know, it's going to have it's going to have the same impact. So more focus will be directed towards innovation, collaboration and flexibility to support growing content creation needs. This will lead to a higher demand for procurement teams to improve their processes and use and the use of tools to assist marketing organizations. As a result, brands will be more empowered in their sourcing decisions, choosing the best content creation partners, as we've just discussed. In-house creative and production teams will become more of a priority for those brands wanting to maintain control and improve production efficiencies. Getting the balance right between in-house teams and external creative production partners will be the biggest challenge this year and likely for the foreseeable future. Brands should expect that reduced timelines with faster approval processes are here to stay in the creative development and content production. You know, daily scrums and get together with fewer revisions will become a requirement to keep things moving. Real time data dashboards will be useful to support data informed decisions. Video content will be a central requirement for social media, influencer and e-commerce marketing and remote production, uh, remote post production through the support of virtual video villages, which is mm. difficult to say, <laughs> will remain a popular approach to content creation while free. Right. Okay. Well, um, Jonathan, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Uh, if, if our listeners would like to learn more about APR and your services, is there a website that we can point them to? There is. It's www.aprco.com. APRCO.com. Right. Thank you again, Jonathan, for taking the time to speak with us. I've been speaking with APR Asia Pacific Managing Director, Jonathan Parker. If you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find the podcast on the BFM app. It's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I'll be back again same time next week on Resource Center. But for now, this is Audrey Raj for for Enterprise BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.